Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. We're getting close, ladies and gentlemen. Very close. I got some crates ordered. This is my personal update. Got some crates ordered for tomorrow. And the guy's not sure he's going to get me my crates, but I need them tomorrow because I need to get everything packed so I can get on the road. And based on the timing, means I'll be on the road sometime Saturday, hopefully Saturday morning, early, crack of dawn, because I won't have a bed um, after this is all said and done because I have to have junk haulers take the bed away because I'm going to actually buy a new bed when I get out there. So it's tomorrow's going to be very interesting because I start to work uh, with my endeavors that's going really weird. It's funny. <laughs> With my first endeavor, which was the painful one, everything shifted. I now have allies, except for that the one dude, but other than that, other than him, he's irrelevant. Everybody else I have allies. We're doing a major initiative, and they're looking to me to help steer the ship, and I've already given them more data than they've ever seen. They've never seen. And I keep telling them, and I'll tell you guys, um, just so you know, for those that don't know me, I have an extensive background. I work technology, but that's not all I do. I have tons of experience in various things. I've been an auditor. I have project management experience, business analysis experience, business process improvement experience. I've been a receptionist. Developed software.net. I do. I actually have taken Java classes, so I know how to do it if I had to. It's crap, but I know how. Uh, database, both the server, the uh, queries, running reports. I have all this different varying knowledge, but the thing is I put it all together to do my job. And so it makes me more effective at what I do. Basically on the first endeavor, nobody can touch me. And I'm not bragging when I say that, that's just where they're at. They've never had somebody that is well-rounded that comes in. And I told them when I started, as long as I'm adding value, I'm not going to go anywhere. And we'll work on things like the rate and all that later, but I'm having fun just helping them get to a better spot and showing them this is how it's supposed to be. So that's going good. Whereas before it was a nightmare at first, I was really questioning if I was going to stay. Whereas the second one, that's an interesting one. So 
That one started out cool. You know, it was a free check. It's no longer a free check. They're actually putting me to work. It's low-level work, but more people are starting to look to me for guidance and information. There's one guy. It seems like there's always one guy. There's one guy who keeps fighting, and I straight had to chew him out in a meeting and tell him what it is, and I gave the analogy. When your plumber shows up with his tools, you're not going to tell him how to do his job, and that's what you're doing, and I'm going to level set an ultimatum to say, if this keeps happening, I'm going to leave. So it is what it is. But I've been working with this other guy who seems to get frustrated with everybody else. And me and him are cool. You know, he's a he's a cool dude and he knows his stuff. And I think we're on the same page with how we do stuff. And he's being put under the gun. And he understands I'm trying to look out for him and everybody else and saying all the stuff they're doing ain't going to work on this project. And he gets it. He sees I'm on his side. It's like, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but you got a project, people. I don't know why this one guy over in the corner that's not an IT. It's being allowed to derail every freaking meeting, but it ain't going to work for me, brother. So it's this weird shit. First one was giving me pains, and the second one was a free check, and now the neither are free checks, but the first one's smooth sailing, and the second one, ugh, I don't even know. So I've got to do that in the midst of this move, and I'm planning to do it over a weekend. Then when I get up there, I'm going to be shacked up in a hotel probably for about two weeks, I'm guessing, because I have to wait for most of my stuff to get shipped up there with me that I need, you know, my furniture and all that stuff. So since that's going to happen, I'm not even going to have a bed. I'm not going to have most of my stuff. I debated actually today going down here about this car. They've got a used car down there. Uh, they're going to close in about two hours. So after I do this recording, we'll see if that still is on my mind to drive down there. I've got a bunch of cash. <laughs> I was going to stroll up in there with just a bunch of cash and say, you're going to take this here deep, 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 or write a check and make it go away. I'm, I don't know. It's everything's happening fast, and I, I guess that's a good thing. But I'm again, I'm close to getting the heck out of here, and that's my mission. Packing is, I made a lot of progress. I think I'm much closer. I feel better now than I did before. I made a lot of progress. There's still the, the, the noise around my studio, my studio is pretty much untouched, but I got the most of the stuff that matters most out. I just need the stuff I'm recording on here today. So remember, since we record Tuesday and Thursdays. You're not going to hear from me again until after I'm already up there. I'll be likely in a hotel. So, and I won't have my fancy equipment. I'll probably have to just record on a laptop or something. So it won't sound nearly as good, but I have committed. I'm going to make sure the podcast episodes continue regardless of where I'm at. So that's still on deck. So without further ado, let's get into some crypto chat here. We got a couple of topics. One is standing out in my mind and I want to dig into that one a little bit more than the rest. First of all, let's talk some numbers. Of course, things dipped ever slightly as I expected that we would have some dips. And I called out in our Discord. And if you haven't joined our Discord, CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you there. And feel free to join us. We're building a growing community. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I think you'll find that my coverage is unlike anybody else out there. And that's just because that's how that's just the way it is. You know. So we're looking at the graphs, zooming out to our month chart. Some people noticed that we were seeing some dips. You're probably looking at the one-day chart, and I would encourage you to always look at the month chart in my recommendation because it feels like the month chart is a better angle visually as to where we're going. The month chart, then I look to see, is there more red than green? If there's more red than green, it seems to tell me that we're on the way down. If there's more green than red, seems to tell me we're trending upward, even if the velocity is not what we want. That's where we're at. We are still trending upward. It is. It did get a dip, but... It didn't look like the dip had a significant effect. 
So trending right now about the 15, six, uh, 1560 mark. That's not bad. We peaked at 1600, so we didn't dip significant. And like I said, it's it's pretty sideways. It's not going crazy down. So my my message to you is don't let that one-day chart, they defaulted on one day to trick you. They do that on purpose to freak you out. That's If you don't know that, that's it's psychological. You get stuck on the one day, you see this major dump, not realizing that's a blip. It certainly was a sell. I'm not, I'm not dismissing the importance of it. I'm saying that when you look at it at a macro level, it really wasn't that bad. And of course, I am looking at Ethereum because Ethereum is my favorite. But even if I look at Bitcoin, Bitcoin's peaked at 23,000 earlier. It is now at 22.6. So that's not bad. It, had the, it was what caused most of the dip that you saw in the one-day chart. Once again, if you zoom out to the one month, you'll see it actually looks pretty good. It is in an upward trend direction, looking really good. However, some people on social media brought up some really good points. Number one, we're near tax filing season. In fact, we're in tax filing season. So tax filing season for those outside the United States runs roughly between January 1st and April 4th, April 15th. For your individuals, businesses are quarterly for the most part. Some are annual. So with tax filing season upon us, some people may have tax bills, whether it's crypto related or not. Point is they might have tax bills. They might dip into their crypto reserves to help pay tax bills. This may cause some dips. And so the person speculated that we might see the drop that I've been predicting would happen roughly mid-year. That would correlate right around the timing. It's roughly on or after April 15th, as people are trying to get their uh, tax bills all in order, we might see some sell-offs, especially on the company side, which would be institutionals. We might see some sell-offs and that would cause some red. Keep an eye out for that. I'm not guaranteeing this. I'm saying that it's a strong probability Normal, natural, expected. I wouldn't freak about it. It just It's not a big deal, but it is something to just at least keep an eye on. Ted Cruz, senator and former presidential candidate, recently put out an announcement saying that what he wants to do is force vending machines in Capitol Hill to accept cryptocurrency. Now, if this sounds like it's pandering, you, you'd be spot on because that's exactly what it is. Ted Cruz himself is known for pandering. If you didn't watch him when he was doing the debates back when he was on the campaign trail, when he was debating, when he was a presidential candidate, every time he would get asked a question, it's like he would coordinate with the camera because they'd have multiple cameras. He would coordinate with the camera guys and he would turn his head ever slowly to whatever camera is the lit camera and talk straight into the camera, which is a psychological trick. If you didn't know that, if you're a female, especially, and the way he turns his head and the way he does these puppy dog eyes, it's psychological. He's trying to, He's trying to get you to trust him. So when he does these things, you know, he's got bags of Bitcoin. He's openly said it. I support crypto. I said that you want greedy people in the office. You want people who are just as greedy as you are. He's one of them. He's greedy as all hell. This whole business of how crypto on the vending machine. Come on, man. Really? This is what we're paying people for. Now, I'm not saying the support for cryptocurrency. I'm saying that surely this guy has better things to do with his time. More important things like this whole commission or whatever it is to look into the weaponization of the government. Maybe he needs to focus on that one. I don't think that'll go anywhere either. My point is let's put that energy and that money into something that's actually going to benefit the majority, not the minority. If you didn't know there was a hacker happened years ago, what they did is they hacked a whole bunch of Ethereum wallets. This is very early on in phases for Ethereum. He was able to steal and the estimate was roughly about 700 wallets-ish. 
this is at a time where it was much easier to hack these wallets. We, we've come a long way since then, but this guy apparently jacked, jack who uh, jacked crypto from all these different wallets, put it away. He stashed it for a few years. So he had this major bag of Bitcoin, a lot of Bitcoin and Ethereum. It's estimated to be about $90 million. The reason we know this is that very recently we're seeing sell-offs of this stolen cryptocurrency. Now, here's the funny thing. Of course, cryptocurrency is largely unregulated. There's not really much that anybody can do. Number one, you can't prove that who this is. And number two, it is, was it really stolen? We can trace the source wallet all the way down. And so there's a strong probability that this is indeed stolen funds. If this was not cryptocurrency, they'd be all over this guy. As of right now, all people can do is sit back and watch. And it's possible that some of the people that were jacked don't even know that this happened. Or their money was taken from them. And at the time this was stolen, it was worth near nothing. Remember, it just so happened that they waited. Now, I question why they waited now as opposed to in 2021, especially with Bitcoin, when it was at an all-time high. My guess is this person forgot. They forgot they were sitting on it but that's unlikely too. So the other guess is that they were waiting for the dust to settle, waiting for eyes to get off of them, possibly waiting for a passing of a statute of limitations. In any case, it's an intriguing thing. When you see cryptocurrency stacked up, stolen, all of a sudden randomly starting to get sold, sold off, <laughs> liquidated, and somebody taking all the profits and going their own merry way. The biggest news, which we'll go ahead and spend the rest of our episode here talking about is Cardano, ADA. Now, there was chatter around Cardano. Basically, this idiot, I can only describe him as an idiot, that the guy that's in charge of this, the guy that's the founder of Cardano. He had talked about, you know what? Maybe we should just go and acquire Coindesk. Coindesk.com, if you didn't know, is a quote-unquote news outlet. It also has graphs, it has all this. And they put an offer, it uh, did this uh, Cardano said, you know, I have interest in buying this. They put out a sales number. They basically said, put them up for sale. Here's what it is. Cardano said, let me put our, let me put ours in there and see what it is. The funny thing is that this, all of this, like with Coindesk it, uh, is backed by a guy named Khan, last name Khan. Of course you got uh, Tony Khan on, on AEW. You got, what is it? Nick Khan and WWE Shad Khan over there. You got all these cons and they're not related. I thought that was really funny, but with this whole chatter around Cardano trying to acquire Coindesk, Coindesk has been under scandals before. They were having some issues, which is part of the reason they were trying to get sold, you know, trying to get bought rather, trying to get bought up. So people are now watching. They're watching really close. Like number one, where's the money for this coming from? They believe that he doesn't have enough money to be able to acquire it. So are you saying this just to pump Cardano? Because Cardano has been pumping recently. In the non-crypto world, he might actually be in some trouble for insider trading or something else. Remember, we also heard chatter about uh, CZ Binance talking about buying Twitter. And again, the question is, was this kind of a ploy to basically trigger pumps of your tokens? That's what people are really curious about and don't really have an answer. It's an open question. Nobody really knows the last bit, which is somewhat related, but not directly. I talked about the whole Shibarium, and I said that at the end of the day, if nobody uses it, what good is it? And we'll have to see what happens here. 
right now, Shibarium apparently is positioning, they're trying, when I say positioning, positioning to do increased burns of ship so that they can shrink the supply. And I said that it, you have people who own it, they're holding it. So that's always been the problem. And all you can do is to, you know, get people to burn their own tokens. They tried to implement this at a trade. Now, the reason I think this is somewhat related, the timing of this communication correlates to the pumping that we saw recently. And it's possible that people are just saying stuff. They're just putting stuff out there to pump their cryptocurrency fresh off the pumps we saw before from Bitcoin. In other words, I'm using this now to help warn you. You're going to see pumps of certain cryptocurrencies largely off the back of some announcement. Question is whether the announcement's legit or are they doing the announcement just to pump their token? There's nothing wrong with this. You might choose to buy in and take some profits. I'm going to continue saying what I said before. Be careful. Be smart with your investments. Make your own choice, but just understand that some of this is bunk. It's basically crap. It's not legit, not real. Some of it might be. We just don't know. The most important thing that you can do is just be careful at all points. So that's what I'll leave you with is just be careful with what we're doing because we're seeing a lot more of these projects that are just making these announcements that look like they're not designed to pump their token, especially fresh off the run-ups of Bitcoin and possibly to hedge off the, the drops we're seeing here recently. In the big picture, I still think cryptocurrency would be okay. If you choose to go into garbage because you're a gambler, no problem. All I say is be careful. I'm not telling you not to do any of that. I'm saying be careful and be smart. Make sure your family's always taken care of because we have a long road before we see some major run-ups and we're going to see more of these where these, these chatter points that are designed to pump tokens, be careful because many of those might very well be, you know, bulls or whales that are trying to use you as exit liquidity where it might not be a valid pump. They might not be buying in other than to make an exit position. Just be F FYI on this one. Also, with cryptocurrency in the state that it's in now, we have to, the regulation calls are coming in hot and heavy, fierce. We're seeing more and more calls for regulation. Will it happen? Yes. I say it and I'll predict it. It's going to come from the perimeters, the fiat on and off ramps. That's where they're going to start because that's the easy. Because it, again, you can't really use it unless you can get fiat. So if they limit your access to fiat, what does that do? That limits your ability to use this stuff. They know what they're doing. They're very smart about this. That's why I say don't invest more than you can afford to lose because it's a very shady market and shady business out there. And I wouldn't want anybody listening to my show to get so-called wrecked, especially not by a government agent. Who would want that? That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of smart, strong, smart investors the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. 
There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.